0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 24 of Intuit. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. And we are back, baby. 2021. What yes, a time sir. to be alive. We took a little hiatus. But we are ready to go with all the juicy scoop, hot gossip, talking about stuff that we care about. Mm-hmm. Stuff that we don't care about. Stuff mm-hmm. that we just want to <laughs> bitch about and yeah bring in the new year
1: i know i mean how was your new year's i just sat in bed
0: (laughs) listen i was home sitting on the couch i Mm -hmm. we we had a whole discussion about this earlier we did so, I guess I was just really naive in thinking that everyone everyone was kind of on the same page. I mean, I expected there to be, like, parties and stuff, like, on the news and mm-hmm. stuff, whatever, across the country. But I did not expect to see stuff on my timeline of people mm-hmm. gathering. And, I mean, it wasn't necessarily people that I'm very, very close with, but people, like, mm-hmm. acquaintances that I've grown up with and stuff. And it's just unbelievable like yeah i feel like a year ago trying to get into our brains and thinking about this happening and being like oh well obviously everyone would kind of band together at least people i know um but seeing people just not care and it's insane because i even know people who have contracted covid and mm-hmm. are back out and about doing whatever and I know yeah. people that have do <laughs> died from it. And it's like yeah. it is hitting way too close to home and it's despicable and disgusting and if you're going out right now to restaurants or even just like going to the mountains with like a huge group of people or over someone's house for a party like you're trash mm-hmm. and you are garbage and <laughs> there's no excuse. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just I guess just to insane. like
1: insane. Furthermore, discuss about how bad this situation is. We're over 300,000 deaths. I'm pretty sure today we topped over 350,000 deaths in the U.S., which is an insane amount of deaths within less than a span of a year. Yeah. And this YouTuber that I really like, Asia Jackson, she recently did a YouTube video where she talked with like a CDC, um, I think employer specialist, I forget exactly what her job title was. Okay. And she, Asia Jackson, the YouTuber, she admitted that she has known in her own personal life 13 people that have contracted COVID, only seven are alive, and two of the seven were hospitalized. They had to be hospitalized for a bit. It's so and scary. It's really scary. So just think about that and that, that statistic that somebody that I don't even know has experienced. I know personally for me within you know, the Kenyan community that I'm a part of, um, my parents unfortunately have had to be contributing to a lot of different um, funds for not necessarily funerals but literally sending bodies back to Kenya to be buried i know within the last i think week and a half they've had to send six bodies back people that i personally have known at some point throughout my life and it's absolutely terrifying so just think please think about other people other than yourselves when you do go out try to be as safe as possible if you have to go out especially like if you're an essential worker Completely understandable, you know, as long as you're doing it as safely as possible. If you need to go to the grocery store, try and do it as safely as possible. Respect people's personal space. And if you're at home going crazy, feeling gaslit by all the people that are still going out, partying, going on vacation, doing whatever they want, one thing that my therapist has actually told me that's really helped me through this time is that by me being home, I am saving lives. Yes. Because based off of my health history, And based off the track record of COVID, obviously, literally anything can happen. There's been so many scary stories of perfectly healthy young people contracting it, dying it, everything, that if I have at some point contracted COVID, I have done everything in my power to make sure that I'm not spreading it to nearly that many people, especially outside of my own household and within my own household. I know that I've done everything in my power to keep my family and my roommates safe, depending on, you know, where I've been living throughout quarantine. And like that is enough and that is okay.
0: And that's such a good way to put it. I think I yeah. was talking to you earlier the other day. I was just so frustrated. And I think <laughs> I, I have. we all have this addiction to social media and I was constantly oh, on there. And I was like, why am I doing this? Because I think mentally I was doing so well earlier and I guess it was mm-hmm. good that I was kind of naive and like, oh, everyone's kind of in this together and no one's really going out tonight or anything. And then I saw that I was like, what the hell? And it's just annoying because, for instance, I haven't seen you in over a year. Literally. <laughs> it's crazy we to were think supposed about, to but... hang
1: out the weekend that we yes. like literally the weekend that lockdown happened. Sal was supposed to come visit me in New York, and we were supposed to have the weekend of, of our, our lives. lifetimes. <laughs> and... Literally. We had a pregame playlist and everything. Yes. And obviously that didn't happen. No,
0: <laughs> but it's just frustrating when you see people. Doing the opposite, and I feel like you put it in a very nice way, and I'm so much more curt and <laughs> I just don't give a shit and I want to have this discussion because I feel like a lot of our listeners, if you've listened to us for this song, you're on the same page with us on this because we've yeah. expressed where we've stood, and I feel like how can you mm-hmm. listen to us if you you don't necessarily <laughs> agree with us on this? Exactly. because I think everyone's kind of frustrated, everyone that's staying home, and i've had i I'm not going to forget the people that just blatantly were like, I don't care and are still going out. And I'm not going to forget it. And I'm kind of glad that we're having this moment at such a young age because yes. I am not going to be some fool 20 years from now who thinks I have a friend who's ride or die and then shit hits <laughs> the van and they're not there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this exactly, has exactly. shown me um, just how much people do not care. And even when it does happen to them, they do not care. And talking about essential workers, I have a friend right now who is self-quarantined because their Mm -hmm. coworker was exposed and they were reckless, just going about doing whatever. And it's like now my friend who lives paycheck to paycheck is out of both of her jobs because she babysat and she was working an essential job. And Mm think about other people. It's, oh my God. Like we're so privileged and we're so fortunate. And I think people have no fucking clue how good they have it. And I was thinking about it the other day. I just remember stories from my grandparents who lived in the great depression. And then also Mm -hmm. I have other grandparents that immigrated and thinking about their struggles compared to ours right now and how people are just going about their days is just... Ugh, it's so annoying uh, because exactly. I'm counting my blessings. I am recognizing how fortunate I am and I'm sitting on the couch doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I sound like Not a broken my business. record anymore, but it, it's just frustrating. Yeah.
1: And also too, like if you are at home or able to work from home, you know, and or you have disposable income that you don't necessarily, you know, need in this moment right now, I encourage you to, you know, Donate to mutual aid groups, yes. you know, any profit or not profit, but like nonprofit organizations or, you know, local organizations that, you know, help to build a community or help a specific segment of people that might be extremely vulnerable right now, like i.e. the homeless or domestic violence victims, things like that. I highly encourage you to. Yeah. If you can, you know, donate your money as well to those organizations, because especially now, because like the government is strapping back on different (sighs) like aid programs. That's a whole different discussion. That's a whole different discussion. I can't get into that right now. But if you do have, you know, some sort of disposable income, even if it's something like $10, $20 a month, and you can give that, I would recommend that you do. For
0: sure. And I think in my own personal life, I've known. You know, I have relatives who have contracted it and I mm-hmm. know families who have lost loved ones from it. You know. Send them food. Do what you can. Yes. Try and do your part. Um and speaking I have relatives who are like doctors and stuff, actually taking this seriously and thinking yeah. about all the nursing majors and the pre med students that just are insane. <laughs> I that's a whole different thing. I can't wrap my brain yeah. around that. Like
1: But that's another thing, too, like, especially like you were saying, you know, with people that, you know, being somewhat careless throughout this virus, it's okay if you need to break up a relationship of any sort because of how they are taking this virus. Yes. I know somebody that she's currently dating or I think about to stop dating this girl because my friend is immunodeficient and her girlfriend, you know, is an essential worker, but also lives with essential workers. But also they regularly allow people outside of their household into their apartment and it's making my friend uncomfortable to the point where she's like, it's a respect thing at this point. Like I'm immunodeficient. She knows that. And she's so still just actively a matter of making these decisions.
0: Survival at that point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's
1: literally life or death for her, in particular in this situation, because she knows she's in one of those groups that if she contracts COVID, it's probably not gonna be the best case scenario for her. Exactly. So it is okay to either distance yourself or completely cut off relationships with people, depending on how they're taking this virus. Whew. But enough of, I guess, COVID talk. How was it? Because we've
0: taken a minute. <laughs> we have morning. taken we needed a minute. How was your holiday? How have you been? Wh- what has been up?
1: I've actually been okay. And I know I don't usually say that. <laughs> that's good. But I've been okay. You know, like I've actually been realizing a bit more trauma from my past that I didn't realize that I actually have and that's in okay. the past of weeks. We're going to work and, you know, through it. We've been working through that. I think it's just, I'm now in a place where I'm able to unpack a lot of the stuff that has happened to me in my past yes. and not let it be, I guess, personal in the sense of, like, it was my fault because a lot of this stuff happened when I was a child. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I, I was a kid. Nothing, like, bad in a sense. Just, you know, yeah, different things. You know, a child just wants to be loved and cared for 24-7. Obviously. Exactly. So, it's been it's been Okay. And I've actually been okay. I've literally just been in the house mm. watching TV shows, movies. Christmas Day, all I did was binge watch Emily in Paris. Okay, love And that, that. was my whole Christmas Day. <laughs> and yeah, just catching up on a bunch it's of movies chilling. that I want to watch. Yes. Watching movies for this next season of Does It Hold Up in January. We have a lot of good things coming Oof. for y'all. <laughs> Go
0: follow them on there. Go follow Textured yes. Hair. I was checking out yes, their content the other day. Love to see it's- it.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited for... I, okay, like, I'm worried for 2021 after how 2020 treated us. Because, you know, I want to be as COVID safe as possible. Yes. But I'm excited for 2021 in the sense of, like, the content I'm going to create or participate in and stuff like that. We're sure. still working on music. We're working s- slowly but surely. <laughs> so we're working. We're, we're okay. I love that. How, are you, how have you been?
0: <laughs> I've been good. This weekend was such a, like... <laughs> deep breath for me so i'm an essential worker and yeah in re- in the retail space christmas is like a, the busiest time of year it's crazy i Absolutely. worked like 14 days straight and oh my very God. long hours i mean it comes with the territory i kind of expect it mm. um so i think that kind of added to me being in my own bubble in terms of everyone's plans for the holiday because i was just like i'm just gonna stay home i'm exhausted Um, Exactly. (laughs) So I was just very tired from that. So this past weekend, having like New Year's into this weekend to regroup, I've been reading a lot. I've been, it was so nice. I was reading all weekend and kind of just going through my record collection and listening (gasps) to
1: almost everything. Um, wait do you do that while you read
0: yes it's great
1: wait i also do that i'll put on like a like a jellyfish underwater video on full <laughs> screen and like put on classical music I love on my that. laptop while i read yes. it's very wholesome isn't it so nice oh my god
0: it's the best thing ever until i wanted to talk about this because a couple okay. of episodes back we were talking about our grammy predictions and mm. i own gaslighter by the chicks on vinyl
1: Okay, as you should. <laughs> and
0: I couldn't pay attention halfway through. I was just so encapsulated by the record. It's just such a good fucking album. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh wait, were they nominated? Because when we went through the predictions, mm. I just didn't even consider country because I really Yeah, because why would I know most of the yeah.
1: people that are in the country category? <laughs>
0: and sadly enough, they weren't. And I am so mad
1: about it. But, like, I'm not surprised. I mean, they've always been hated after, like, the Bush era thing that they did, right? So that's what I'm saying. They came out against, like, the war. Yes.
0: After the whole Bush thing, they were kind of just, like, black-sheeped by the entire country music Mm. industry. So much that they were, like, blackballed from even playing on the radio. I think when they came out with that Taylor Swift song last year, they were getting flack about that. So it's, like, kind Mm. of shitty. But then also I'm just like, you know what? The fans love it. And I feel like that's always more special. Um, but I was just listening to that and I was like, oh my god, this fucking album's so freaking good. <laughs> yeah, so I this was a nice like time to just chill and I don't know, Christmas Rest. was nice just staying at home and not yes. seeing certain family members, if you know what I'm talking about. It's just
1: mm-hmm. It was it's, a good experience. Okay, I thought I thought it was just my family. No, it is. We not. love our family. We love our extended family so much. And we usually host like we do Christmas Eve dinner because that okay. was the night that our church service usually happened. I don't know the church anymore, but you know. Yes. And it was so nice to just sit and be and have a Christmas where like there is no expectation of anything no. and you know that like a ton of people aren't coming over. Mm-hmm. Obviously it sucks the circumstances that it was. Yeah. But it was nice to just be have the holidays be chill. Yes. And just be.
0: And of course, it's like certain family members I like to see. But then there are just others that I just really do
1: not. So (laughs) it was just nice to not have to deal with that. Um, For me, luckily, I don't have any family members that I wouldn't want to come over. I guess it was just nice to at least have like a year break. That is very nice.
0: But that's kind of all I've been up to. I've been reading, getting back into reading. I've been enjoying that. And I just chilled on New Year's Eve. I was on the couch. I FaceTimed some friends, just hung out. And uh, I hope everyone else continues to do that. And if you fucked up, you know, you're a shitty person for what you did, but at least acknowledge it. And let's, from mm-hmm. now on, learn from yes, it, you know, stay home.
1: I actually did a really fun Zoom party. Rita, who was on the One Direction episodes yes. that we had, she hosted, like, with, uh, I think, almost like 30 people. And she was like, come in and out, you know, whenever you can, exactly. between the hours of like eight and midnight, just a Zoom party. We played bingo. That is we so did some fun some presentations it was very lovely to do and there was a couple people on the call that i'd actually never met before you know made some new friends it was great
0: (laughs) see i was doing that earlier in this whole pandemic and then i guess people just got bored and decided to do the opposite
1: so (laughs) no i've made some very interesting (laughs) you want to know one presentation i made actually with like my college friends for a presentation party what was it (laughs) my presentation they were not expecting it at all I didn't tell anybody what it was okay and they were all in awe that I even came up with the like concept of it but you know I love me some fan fiction oh yes I made a powerpoint (laughs) and I was like every person in the front group as a fanfic that is saved on offline mode on my dropbox that is a very specific subject (laughs) that is so specific (laughs) But it was so funny because I was like, okay, you guys are the ranch one. And they're like, no, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: great. I love that.
1: All righty. I
0: guess this concludes our extended intro, but we just wanted to let you know how we've been. I hope everyone is doing well. Everyone is staying healthy. Um, And we're going to get into some hot topics. We have a lot to talk I'm about. A lot has happened. Do we? I wouldn't know. Okay, hold on. Let me get my (laughs) LaCroix. Pull that shit out. Get a nice drink. And Mm -hmm. we're going to be back after this.
1: Amazing. Okay. Now we're good. I heard that. That was amazing.
0: (laughs) All it right, really, really and good. we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on all the juicy news and hot gossip. I am so excited for this. I feel like it's been a minute and I'm ready to mm-hmm. talk some shit. So, oh my god, Miss <laughs> Ariana Grande okay. has been up wait, to wait, it wait, a wait, lot wait. recently. She has, she has. So, number one is that she got engaged. <laughs> I'm so what, when. Just like last week, to who? So, Hold on. Dalton Gomez. <laughs> um, he's a real estate agent in Los Angeles. They've been dating since January of last year. I don't know if you of remember twenty twenty Stuck-
1: or of twenty nineteen
0: of twenty twenty. Okay. We first met him. I don't know if you remember in the "Stuck with You" video with Justin Bieber.
1: Do you remember that? Oh, I never watched the video, so I, yeah. There was a little cameo with him.
0: Um, Okay. And now they are engaged. There was this photo on Twitter that was so believable because I heard that they got engaged the other day, and then the next day I see this picture of her, like, in a wedding dress and him in a suit, and I'm like, dear God, a fucking course. She got (laughs) fucking married already. It was, like, such an eye-roll moment. But apparently it was photoshopped and it looked so believable. So to any oh of the orientators who are just like killing it at the photoshop, I mean, good job. No,
1: like people are really good at photoshopping. It terrifies crazy. me. Okay, let me look at this ring.
0: Yeah, did you see the ring? So the ring's a little different. It's
1: like asymmetrical. Okay, all of the pictures are coming up of the ring from Pete Davidson. Dalton, Ooh. go. Yeah, there no, go. not him. Okay. Okay. Oh, she's different?
0: It's very different.
1: I don't hate it. I didn't know she had so many hand tattoos, I know. Though.
0: I said the same thing. Hey, I had no you, idea. But I had no idea she had so many. But, um, yeah, it's a little different. I don't know if I love it, but it's unique.
1: Yeah, I like that it's unique. That's true. Hey. And I kind of don't hate that it's, like, off-kilter as well. I mean, coming from her,
0: I support it
1: yeah no as long as she's happy all right listen ariana has been through some shit that is fair so- she has been through some shit i just hope that she is happy and, this <laughs> and one that lasts. this is a good situation <laughs> for her i just that hope this one lasts sorry oh my god but at the same it's time just...
0: i said to myself you know what if it doesn't we're gonna get some good music out of it
1: either way <laughs> I'm just like it, I said, because she's recently been through a lot of shit. I hope yes, that at least this relationship in particular is good, it's healthy, she's happy, of course, and it's okay. Big yeah. Aww. And then in other
0: news, she released on Netflix Excuse Me, I Love You, which was her okay. sweetener world tour documentary. Did you get a chance to check that out?
1: I didn't even know it existed. What? Oh my no. god, yeah, it
0: came out like right around Christmas, really. Yeah. What is it
1: about Is it just like a tour? John?
0: So, it was the tour itself and then there were like behind the scenes moments. Okay. So, there was this one moment that I thought was just so endearing. So, in the one scene she's like backstage and Scooter Braun. Okay, this is a whole another thing I want to talk about. Because okay. he had cameos throughout the documentary and at one point in this scene in particular, he hangs up the phone and he says, "I love you, bye." And she doesn't respond with "I love you," and I don't know why. I found that so unsettling and just very unprofessional. Mm. I mean, I don't know their dy- dynamic. I I yeah. just thought that was odd.
1: Isn't Scooter Braun the one that Taylor Swift is yes. in like a intellectual property fight yes. with? Oh, he like
0: bought all of Taylor's masters and then just restricted her from performing any of it. But um, I just thought that was a little weird coming from a manager. Especially this guy, I feel like. Especially, I mean, we remember the whole Stella nonsense with Mariah, and her Ugh. being a little too close for comfort. Like,
1: yeah, these are bad like, signs. I I see what you're saying. Where you're like, <laughs> okay, what's going on here? Yes, yeah. I mean, I obviously haven't seen the clip, so I don't. I don't know exactly what the context was of him saying i love you but i can it was kind I of just like a little quick feeling, like when yeah. you're
0: on the phone with someone and you're like all right i love you bye but she didn't and say anything like, back <laughs> that's what weirded me out i was like okay if she said okay love you bye like i would be like okay there's like a genuine mm-hmm. i don't know that's just something i noticed <laughs>
1: Okay, but okay. something to keep in the books. Moving on from that,
0: <laughs> in terms of that scene, so I don't know if you remember last year, it was like the 25th anniversary of All I Want for Christmas. It went for number one. Mind you, it mm-hmm. went to number one again this year. Go Mariah. I did,
1: go Mariah. But they asked a bunch <laughs> of
0: celebrities to do cameos in like a lip sync version of it. Okay. And she was in it. So in the documentary, she's like filming her little part. And she was talking about how... You know, Mariah asked her to do this, and she goes, The fact that she thought of me is very soul shaking. And then she went on to talk about how, you know, Mariah, Whitney, and Beyonce all pretty much like influenced her as an artist. Mm. And Mm. then she started tearing up and was like, I hope she likes it. And like, was getting all like giddy about it. And I don't know, that really warmed my heart. And I was glad that we finally get to see moments like this between like a veteran and, I wouldn't even say like a newbie on the scene, but like someone that's new and very, very relevant. Um, I just thought that was cute and endearing, and it's about fucking time that we see that.
1: No, that's actually really, really cute because I think also too like a lot of people pit Mar- Ariana against other people, yes, other female artists of this time for sure. So it's nice to see like, especially too that Ariana isn't conceded in that sense because I feel like if you're being compared to people like. Mariah Carey on the regular, in terms of like vocal talent, like you can easily get a big head from that. So Absolutely. it's so nice to see Ariana be actually super down to earth and just be like, "No, like I have, I admire her a lot." And, <laughs> and I, I think she kind this. of
0: waited for Mariah to kind of extend the olive branch before she really acknowledged it because I guess she was just yeah. nervous too. So it's I'm glad, probably that, a respect
1: thing too. Yeah,
0: and I mean now Aww. they had that Oh Santa together, like things are good know, now, it's just it. cool to see how it. Went full circle.
1: It's also nice to see that the fans are no longer fighting. Because um, you fought some battles.
0: Oh, that was World War Three in and of itself. Listen. <laughs> and I was a fan of Ariana Grande. I Okay, so just talking about the tour itself. <laughs> I am a huge Yours Truly fan. Over break, I was listening to Yours Truly, and I just got so sucked in. And it just makes me kind of irked a little bit because... I feel like some of the younger fans now don't mm-hmm. really appreciate that album as much because they were like mm. children when yeah. it
1: came out. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I was genuinely
0: a fan, and I still am. I wouldn't say I'm a stan, but I am a genuine fan of Ariana Grande, and I think that Rift always kind of made me apprehensive about it. But um, I, I enjoy her, and I think I was watching the tour, and I was talking to people about this. There were so many moments I was just so mad that certain songs were being played. Mm. Like, "The Light Is Coming" was the biggest waste off that entire album. Please tell me I'm not wrong.
1: I don't know that song, so I can't. The one with Nicki deny. Minaj and that I, random again, sample. I didn't really. I only ever knew Ari's like big singles that would play on the radio. I never really listened to her until recently. Okay. But I was just like,
0: why the fuck are you wasting precious tour time like in this set list <laughs> for this goddamn fucking song? And same with Bad Idea, I really never cared for. That was a bigger one, but I never mm-hmm. liked that one. Do you know that one? Mm-mm. Oh my god. I know, I really don't,
1: I, I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: but anyways, I was glad that there was a yours truly moment. You know, we had justice for right there. We had justice, justice for you'll never know. First of all, can we talk about that?
1: I also don't know these ones.
0: Go back anything. and listen to fucking yours truly. I swear <laughs> to God.
1: I keep, Every time I talk about listening to Ari, people are always like, no, you can't say nothing because you never listened to the first like, I know. two albums.
0: Based off of our previous <laughs> conversations, I'm a little shocked. I think you're a fake I, fan.
1: No, I've I never called myself an ari I don't know about or that. Or whatever. <laughs> what?
0: I don't
1: know about that. No, I definitely haven't. I've, li- <laughs> I've started listening to her. I have known her like big, big songs, you know, as most people do. Okay. But I've never really been like an Ari stan. And it's not because I don't think she has the talent. Yeah. I think she has plenty of for talent. Sure. It's just, I don't know. I've just never. All right. I was, I think I was, especially too, when she was just starting out, I was definitely still going through my emo phase. So I just <laughs> think I wasn't so checking fair. for Ari like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that pendulum was swinging. But, um. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It was cool. Every Time is one of my favorite songs of hers. That has just grown on me tremendously. I think that's one of her best songs to date. I think it's the best one off of Sweetener. And, you know, in comparison to Thank You Next, since those eras were (laughs) essentially just one. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That is my favorite song of hers. You Can Fight Me to the Grave. I really do not care. I do not care. I don't really care for Seven Rings that much.
1: That's fair. I think of all of Ari's songs, my favorite one that she's ever come out with is "Into You." Of the ones oh, I've listened well, yes, to. "Into You" fucking slaps. That's a banger. Slaps. Yes. Oh God! Every time those Duns hit, yeah, I'm 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 going to the dance floor. Absolutely. Period. <laughs> but if you have time, make sure
0: to go check that out on Netflix. It was a cute little thing, and I like how artists are finally coming out with tours in film form. Yes. Especially, I feel like we had Hamilton. We've had access to so many different things that we... Okay, can we talk about Hamilton?
1: Because I finally watched it.
0: I didn't
1: finish it. (laughs) Okay, no, 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 that's fine. My only thing, I've never seen Hamilton live. I, like, might have bootlegged it once in high school, but, like, I don't Mm -hmm. remember even if I did. Yeah. And... So every time I sing Hamilton, I sing it and I envision it in my head in a very comedic sense. Like every word that they're saying, like I'm envisioning like a cute little like smile and like hand flip or something. Like but a it's cork, like so you know, serious. The... Yeah. So when I was watching it, I was like, oh, no, like I'm scared. Like, <laughs> like I thought this was going to be cute and fun. Like, <laughs> no. no, like y'all are angry. Like Yes. Yeah, it was a different vibe from what I was expecting it to. So I want to rewatch it again because I think the first time I watched it, I was so just jarred by that fact of how serious it actually is versus what I imagined in my own head with no substance at all. That's hilarious. (laughs) To see if I actually like it again this time. Because I still enjoyed it the first time. It's just now I'm like, okay, now that I understand the vibe a bit more, let me watch it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot to talk about later on in terms of broadway so we're going to be come, circling back to that so that's a little okay. um foreshadowing okay going back to new year's eve did you watch anything any of the specials dick clark special cnn with andy no. cohen and anderson
1: cooper i've i've heard about andy cohen and anderson cooper because i saw tiktok that they had sexual tension but that's really all i know so and yeah are those claims Actually, based on anything, who knows? <laughs> I think it
0: was more playful. So, I mostly watched, I have to say, I watched CNN just because their lineup was so much better. Like, they had patty okay. LaBelle, they had, um, what's <gasps> that old guy's name? And he goes, Oh, well, shit, or something. What's oh, his name? It's
1: like
0: Lindsay, Lindsay something. But they had oh my him. God, I'm on. gonna find out his name right now. Um, they, of course, had Mariah Carry on, and they had just a Better lineup of people. And also, it's just funny watching Anderson Cooper get shit faced on national television and really not care about it. They had Snoop Dogg on at one point, and he was like, it was so funny. Anderson Cooper was literally cracking up hysterically at absolutely nothing, and he got Snoop Dogg to laugh. And I feel like I've never seen Snoop Dogg like genuinely belly laugh ever.
1: I love that. Also, the person we were thinking of is Leslie Jordan.
0: Yes. Great. Well, so shit. Funny. What are y'all doing?
1: I know. <laughs> I love it so much. So
0: good. But I was watching that and then, then I was bouncing between that and Dick Clark's um special with Ryan Seacrest. Okay. Did you see this performance with Cindy Lauper? No.
1: What happened? Oh no, what happened? It has
0: become so please search something right now because I need you to I'm watch it. It, up it right has now. become
1: like a meme. Like Cindy. It was so bizarre. I literally typed in Cindy, and the first thing that came on was Cindy Loftus New Year's Eve. I'm watching a 30 second clip.
0: She was like just meandering around the stage. Her like assistant came on in the middle of her set and was like doing her makeup. And then she was like, wait, we're like live. We're on TV right now. And it was just bizarre.
1: Okay, Cindy. Okay.
0: And then she was singing with Billy Porter at one point, but she was like, Pronouncing the words in her weird Cindy Lauper way And Billy Porter was not having it Listen I, Cindy I like your discography And listen, yeah, she's like 70-some years old Like, let's give her some credit I was gonna credit. say, for her
1: age, she's still very mobile Like, of the fact course. that she's even still able to, like Get up and do something yes. like this It was just Bizarre.
0: She's, there were so many I tweets mean... that came out. Someone tweeted, "Cindy Lauper's performance was the final punishment for 2020." <laughs> Another person wrote, "Cindy Lauper and Billy Porter just sounded like two eight-year-olds putting on a quote-unquote show for the adults with the intention of asking for a sleepover after." And then, lastly, <sighs> someone wrote, "The drunk ants have taken over New Year's Eve in Times
1: Square." As she should. Cindy Lauper has given us so many yeah, things. she has. I mean, I get it. Like, I get why people are making these memes, but it kind of reminds me of, like, Mariah Carey's one performance of All I Want for Christmas Is You when her voice was shot. Like, yes. we can't win them all. And I think I'm coming all. more
0: from a point in, like, poking fun at it, like, laughing with her, with Cindy, yeah. and even with Mariah now, we look back at that and laugh, and it's like, I don't know. It was just so weird. And, like, especially for <laughs> this year, I feel like it was just too accurate. Of a way to oh my God. end it.
1: That's why I actually kind of appreciate this performance, or at least what I've seen, where I'm like, yeah, no, this fits the vibe of 2020. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for this.
0: And then we had J-Lo headline and perform okay. right before the ball drop. Did you watch that?
1: No, I didn't watch anything.
0: So we saw some appropriation within her <sighs> Ooh. Uh, jacket of sorts. A little reminiscent of Mariah Carey's a couple years back. Mm -hmm. And you know fucking CNN was shady as fuck, having Mariah Carey on during her performance. (gasps) So you could hear it in the background. And at one point, Mariah goes, wait, is that music I'm hearing? What is that? No, Mariah. (laughs) And you know Andy Cohen was like so fucking shady about it. And that interview in in and of itself was so bizarre because at that point, it was like almost midnight. Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper were both shit-faced. And here they are talking about Mariah's book, which is such a serious thing. And they're going through so many like serious topics. And she's like going on random tangents. And I was like... This is so bizarre, but, like, so <laughs> 2020. Like, what?
1: There's no structure anymore. No, Literally like, every, no one it's gives just, a shit. No one gives a shit. And I, I kind of love that, though. Like, it makes media so much more fun to consume when people aren't, like, taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. Um, but going back to Jennifer Lopez's performance, can we talk about this? Because yes. I'm mad. We can talk about it. I'm going to watch it as we talk about it, okay. since obviously I haven't seen so,
0: it. So. She had such a good Super Bowl performance. It was killer. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, no, it was good. Now she's headlining New Year's Eve in Times Square. You would think Mm -hmm. the perfectionist that people claim her to be would, like, construct this, like, huge monumental performance. And when you see Jennifer Lopez perform, you don't want to just see her sing.
1: Okay, yeah, because I'm seeing her stand... On a huge platform. She's walking downstairs now. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's all she was doing for the majority
0: of it. And then she just slid at one point
1: and hit the fucking camera. And then sang fucking Dream On. I'm skimming through, so I don't know. I don't think I also know the song Dream On, just personally. Just skip to
0: the end. If you hear it, you're going to recognize it. Okay. And she's like, Dream On! Dream
1: On! (laughs) I see what you're saying. Like, this performance isn't very dance-centric. No. Like most of her performances are. Where are the hits? Oh, okay. I got to the slide. I got to the slide and the hitting the camera. Like that was the most movement we
0: got out of the entire performance.
1: You know, I, I, I like the beat. <laughs> you know? <it> was
0: <laughs> <laughs> she
1: looks Listen, great. She looks I'm great. i mad. I'm,
0: I am so fucking I, mad. Okay. It's... So she starts off the set list with her fucking new song that nobody knows and no one gives two flying fucks about.
1: Okay, first of all, I think there is a huge demographic out there that doesn't no, give a fuck about it. I just think the American audience—no, I do give not. Much of a I'll
0: be—I'll be the first to say it. I really don't think so. I think maybe her fan base, which isn't that big, and even they're like, okay, where are the fucking hits?
1: Really? I thought it had like a decent number of streams and like watches on the. Because that's the one that she performed with the guy when she kind of copied the Beyonce performance of "Drunken Love" yes. with Jay right? Yeah, based off of the views, it seems like there's a base. Either way, I don't care. Okay, 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 okay.
0: Dream on. You mean to tell me you could have sang Love Don't Cost a Thing, Let's Get Loud, Jenny from The Block, but you chose those two fucking songs. Like, I was glad we got Waiting for Tonight at the end. I mean, it was very inspirational. I thought what she had to say was Mm -hmm. very powerful. So she was pretty much just talking about taking things for granted, not taking things for granted. And, you know, just talking mm-hmm. about how we've lost a lot of people this year. And yeah, of course. Yeah. But I was just like, come on, Jennifer Lopez. Like, I want to hear the hits. And especially when you're hmm. doing something like New Year's Eve that's for the general public. You got to yeah. sacrifice it and do the fucking hits. And I was shocked that she wasn't dancing, not doing anything. I was just disappointed. I don't know if anyone else felt that way. I thought the dream I, on part was I, bizarre.
1: Yeah, I can get the disappointment, especially too, because like I know Jen, Jenny from the Block, as a dancer over a singer, so I can understand the disappointment of like she's not dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just too like, shitty. I don't know. Listen, it's twenty twenty, so you know what? It, it it goes with the theme. Exactly, so the theme. her singing dream <laughs> on.
0: It goes with it.
1: I like the beat.
0: I like like the the beat. beat. That is right. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty much it for New Year's Eve. Um, It was just a weird way to end the night. And yeah, uh, yeah. I was kind of expecting more from her, but she didn't (sighs) deliver. But I was thinking about Christina Aguilera's performance a couple years back. Do you remember that? That was iconic. No. No. Uh,
1: Why am I not recognizing any of the things that we're talking about today? It's making me happening? a little mad. No. I was thinking I thought you were going to bring up the Fergie performance where she does like the like flip <laughs> while singing. Oh, like that was the iconic.
0: Today show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought you were going to talk That's about.
0: become a whole other meme. Oh my god. I was talking to this girl who's in high school and I was quizzing her on like 2000s artists. Okay. And she didn't know who the Black Eyed Peas were and <gasps> When I told her that Fergie was in the Black Eyed Peas, she, I was like, so do you know Fergie? And she was like, isn't she that woman that sings the national anthem? And she like fucked it up that one time. And I was like, yes. Ah, Yes. (laughs) I was like, okay, (laughs) good, good. Now, can you name like one of her songs? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, she was (gasps) in like a major group. She was like, was she? And I was like, yeah, the Black Eyed Peas. And she's like, no, she wasn't.
1: And I. Oh my God.
0: She didn't. I've never been more mad in my life, but that's besides the point.
1: No, you know, it's been really irking me, though. And actually, let's talk about this with the fact of, like, like when it comes to the internet, like, we are old for the internet, not in the t- sense of, like, age, but in the sense of, like, how long we've been on the internet The fact for. that people
0: are romanticizing people being in high school during Tumblr. 2014. do you understand the depression
1: <laughs> that was 2014, let alone the 2014 on the internet? And... I was talking with my friend and we are literally watching,
0: obviously I'm going to make it like my jaws on like, the floor right now, just thinking about it, like
1: literally. But like the idea that there is now a generation of people mm-hmm. that in the same way that most of us like we know that Justin Timberlake was an sync. But for most of our lives, we only really know Justin Timberlake as Justin Timberlake, not Justin Timberlake who is in NSYNC. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Whereas now, I'm literally watching before my very eyes. I've been there since, not day one, but like right after Up All Night came out One Direction. I'm now watching people become Harry fans and refer to Harry as Harry and not like Harry from One, one Direction. Direction. And like, you know, I'm happy. He's got a solo career. He's doing great. The Treat People With Kindness video was the best gift he could have given us but know on the roots. first day. What?
0: Know your roots, like come literally. On.
1: <laughs> it's not even that, but I'm just like, y'all are like, y'all were not there. I because know
0: the you do not diaries. understand.
1: Like you don't get
0: it. You do not get <laughs> it. Don't. I am so with you on that.
1: Oh my god, it's terrifying. It shouldn't be. It's like not that scary, but like the fact it's that weird. some girl on TikTok, yes, tried to make a TikTok dance to the wobble, and like. That she didn't realize that it There's was already a, a dance. There's a whole dance to it already. It's like, already what? a dance. How are you going to colonize the wobble? We're going to leave that there.
0: Nicki Minaj posted a picture of her baby boy.
1: <gasps> she did? No, he's I didn't like even so know that. He's like so
0: pudgy and cute.
1: Nicki. Please look it Nikki. up. So we don't
0: know what his name is, but she refers to
1: him as Papa Bear.
0: So, <gasps> but we have no oh, idea what his name so is. Oh, he's so chunky.
1: Oh, his edges, yes, Nikki, yes, Nikki. I know, isn't he oh, so that baby cute guy. and pudgy? Oh, he's like, ah. oh my god! <laughs> this baby is so cute. This baby is like I don't know what the fuck you're doing in the second picture at I least know. on her Instagram post. It is fucking like Stop. fenty, like what? The shoes. <laughs> this baby is adorable. I know. Oh my god. So that's I'm so happy that. for her.
0: I know. I am, too. So hopefully the baby's doing well. You guys are doing well. Um, What else is going on? Okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about. Speaking about Broadway, mm-hmm. you know about Ratatouille, the
1: musical. Obviously. Remy! You know how they had, like, the event. <laughs> yeah, they did the a stream night. of it. Yes. Did yeah. you watch it? I personally didn't watch it, no.
0: So I skimmed through it, and... It was so cool. So basically, if you don't know, mm. back in October, some girl on TikTok pretty much just like she, she was an elementary school teacher. And she was it goes- as
1: recent as October?
0: Yeah. Isn't that oh my first god! first of all, I know when I read that, I was like, wait, what? But yeah, it was. I
1: thought it came out like at least the trend started in like July.
0: <laughs> no, I think it was like September. At least that's what this article says okay i mean i wouldn't put it past you it seems like it was that long ago but at the same time i'm like my sense of time The days are yeah (laughs) the days are literally (laughs) blending together exactly (laughs) but it pretty much started with like this one tiktok that this girl made envisioning this song for a ratatouille musical and it's so good it was a meme at first like people were making fun of it at first And then all these other, like, teenage kids started writing, like, other songs.
1: Not even teenage kids. Like, full-grown adults, well, like, yeah. composers. Soon it branched off onto composers. Dancers. Yes. Like, the shit that I was seeing, at least on TikTok, was pure talent. Exactly.
0: So initially it started with those, like, few teens and that one girl. And then it just exploded. And then you had all these professional actors, professional songwriters putting stuff together. Yeah. And one thing led to another. And they hosted this virtual benefit concert for the Actors Fund. And it streamed the other night and raised over a million dollars. It was oh like my- a whole one hour special. It was like essentially oh my God. the musical, you know. And it yeah. featured so many cool people, Titus Burgess, Wayne Brady. Oh, love him. Um, Adam love Lambert, him. and so many others. A bunch of like professional Broadway stars and I just thought it was neat. The fact that this started so small and it was yeah. such like a random idea and then it blew up into this.
1: No, it's, it's honestly, and it's also so wholesome. Like I loved how that was the, at least on my For You page, like the biggest meme for almost two months. Yeah. And it was just people creating songs for a Ratatouille musical. And they're good. And they're good. <coughs> and I was talking to my friend about this because she's straight. But she's not on straight TikTok because our whole entire friend group is bisexuals and lesbians except for her. So she knew of the Ratatouille musical. So her boyfriend and her twin sister are both straight people. And one day she was in, she was like laying in bed with her boyfriend and just (laughs) off the cusp, she just goes,
0: (laughs) Ratatouille!
1: And he was like, what the Fuck! Are you singing? Like he was scared. I know because he had no idea what she was singing, and so she also did the same thing when she was in the car with her sister. She just started singing it, and her sister goes, "What the hell are you singing right now?" And like that fact that there was a whole sector of TikTok that didn't know that this even existed, and it's gotten to this point that they've done a live stream and have raised over a million dollars for this fund. Absolutely incredible! It's insane. I love it. The power of stands. Because another thing that you can kind of relate to this. Have you listened to the explicit version of Potential Breakup Song by Ali and AJ? Yes, I saw that recently. Is that something that, that just came to be? Yeah. So what happened was, at least as far as I know of this story from, you know, what I tracked on media, was I saw somebody on TikTok say, could you imagine if they redid this song? with explicit lyrics and i think it gained traction either you know through twitter or other forms of social media and then ali and aj posted that picture of the album art and said coming december 29th
0: oh my god see that's so cool and they gave the fans what they wanted they
1: inserted so many more curse words than i expected them to it's (laughs) delicious i love it so much i love that
0: yeah i I just thought it was very inspiring and really cool and i think that they yeah Gave credit to the, like, first few people that came up with it and originated Mm -hmm. it in the end very well. I mean, I don't know what the case is in terms of their rights to the score. I don't know if they were just, like, given a flat check and bought out. Um, But I think they kind of got their flowers in a certain sense. They could have gone a lot further with this and completely cut, like, the original creators off, but
1: no i think because they're doing a musical based off the movies they technically wouldn't have had the copyright for the musical
0: this is true did not think about that
1: yeah so i think even by the original creators of the movie giving these people the props that started off the meme like that's more than what i think legally they they could have done they could have just been like well this is ours now
0: yeah exactly (laughs)
1: like But no, it's actually really heartwarming. I love that. So go
0: check Uh, that out. That was cute. I was watching that the other day. And then last but certainly not least, Rihanna came out with this photo that's
1: taking the by storm. Wait, wait, what photo? Did you see the one
0: with her like in the metallic bikini with the skirt and like the gladiator shoes?
1: Wait, 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 wait. Have you seen the new haircut?
0: No? It's like taking it take a bow in the front. I saw a tweet. It was like, take a bow in the front and then something else in the back. Like
1: Is it a mullet? Yes. Mullet in the back.
0: Rihanna, a crumb.
1: A crumb is all I'm asking, Rihanna. And
0: listen, a fan commented, (laughs) Resolution should be releasing the album. And she responds, (laughs) This comment is so 2019. Grow up.
1: We are never getting that album. No, she doesn't care about it. She us. doesn't care. She does uh, not care.
0: So, I love her. I figured we'd end on that. Just Rihanna not giving a fuck and trolling us all.
1: Just Rihanna. Every Whenever she posts and she's like, uh, Rihanna or like RH9 sounds so good. And it's like, please.
0: <laughs> she's oh, really on. rubbing it in all of our faces.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if she, like, did create an album or an EP or something and is listening to it and just is like, no. Oh, my God. She
0: probably has, like, five in the vault by now. She just is not.
1: She'll release it when she wants to release it. And I respect that. But Rihanna. I know. (laughs) Except SZA released a new song. I know so good. Did you hear
0: Maggie so Rogers good. new Hello? Did
1: I? Do you understand how that was on repeat the first day it came out? I have
0: not gone through it all yet. I
1: was so I really like it. It's a good Christmas like coffee music. shop vibe for like if you're I mean studying, but we're not in school anymore. But if you're, you know, doing tasks around the house yes. where you don't want to like be too focused or like distracted by the music you're playing and playing in the background and stuff, it's such a chill vibe. Okay. Every song on the album coincides with itself. Like there's no song that stands out uncomfortably or anything. I'm Amazing, sure. Maggie there you go again queen raising the bar for the rest
0: of us because it's a bunch of like b-sides uh, right just like unreleased tracks from i think it's figures. unreleased
1: songs between the years of 2011 and 2016 yes. cool cool like i love her
0: i'll have to check that out but that concludes this segment of hot topics this was a long one but yeah i think <laughs> it's been a minute so we had a lot to discuss uh, uh, yeah, so we'll be back after this with uh tittering tweets. Is it tittering tweets or should we change it? Oh,
1: we're changing it. So, should it be tittering thoughts? No, talk. No, wait, thoughty thoughts, not talks, body, body, yaddy, yaddy. No, it's I, okay. we'll come up
0: with something, but we're gonna be we'll back after something. this.
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So I guess for 2021, instead of tweeting tweets, we're going to try something new. So I apparently have some very existential thoughts that my friend Dax, shout out to you, um, has made me realize that sometimes send people into an existential crisis or could just be fun to talk about because it's fine. Like You can literally talk about whatever you want. So I guess we can... We'll, we'll come up with a name. Instead of Tittering Tweets, it might be Tittering Thoughts, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get Let there. Let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know what you think. So the first prompt that we would like to ask you guys that we're also going to talk about a bit today on the show is, do all pets technically have Stockholm Syndrome? Okay. So this question actually started from me asking... A very different question initially in a group chat and it led to this so just about you know animals and how humans differ from animals when it comes to feelings this of is such mom. a serious topic is this a serious topic i thought this would be funny
0: okay i, well, I, I was thinking I mean, it.
1: okay i was thinking about in the sense of this question is silly because technically are we just like stealing pets from like the wild <laughs> we and really like, are Like, do they only love us because we're their source of, like, being able to access the outside world and we give them food? So, technically, do they have Stockholm Syndrome? Or does that just not count? I think so. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. It's essentially the definition of Stockholm Syndrome. Because it's just a matter of, like, having to force yourself to be compassionate to your captivator to survive. You know, isn't that essentially mm-hmm. what it is? Just like having to find some form of. Yeah, compassion. that's essentially what it is. Serotonin in your situation.
1: But do they even see humans as captivators? Because when you also think about how evolution, maybe this is very, this is actually a lot more existential. That's than what I was saying. I, was. I feel
0: like it might be just be subconscious.
1: Yeah, it might be because there's a lot of especially like smaller and cuter. I am um, like dog strains. Strains is not the word breeds. By evolution, a lot of them have been bred to be like that so that they come off as less, I guess, threatening to humans. Yes. And more likely, you know, to become pets and, you know, as being a pet that comes with protection, food a lot of the times and stuff. So, yeah, it might just be, I guess, subconscious at this point, but technically, do they have it?
0: Yeah, I want to say technically by definition, I think it's the scenario itself, and I think it could be subconscious, but I don't think they have the mental... I mean, who am I, I to know? But I don't think they necessarily <laughs> have the mental capacity yeah, to we recognize are not. that <laughs> it's so cool. We are not scientists. I don't <laughs> think that they're math. like in someone's house and are like, "Oh, I just need to do this to survive." I don't think yeah. they think it out that thoroughly.
1: Yeah, interesting. But yeah, that was that was the thought of the week. Let us know. You know, comment on our yeah. Instagram. We'll pose it. Let on us the know Insta. what your thoughts are.
0: Let us know what you think. Yeah. I wanted to end this. I know it's. A little cheesy, but I don't want to call it a resolution. Just something, what is something that you want to do? Say it's a hobby or whatever. It could be literally anything. Something that you want to do or something that you want to embrace in this year.
1: I have a couple. I've been writing them down in my journal, but now my journal is across the room from me, so I'm starting to forget a few. (laughs) But... One thing I want to do that I kind of started in 2020 that's actually helped with my anxiety and depression a lot is luckily, you know, throughout the year I've had disposable income and I've been able to donate to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing, whenever I start to feel helpless or sad about, you know, a specific situation that might have happened to me or a specific situation that's happening in the world. Um, like for one instance, like one of my greatest fears, is like, literally either being sex trafficked or domestic violence so whenever i get those thoughts and you know i start going down an anxiety trail one thing that's helped to i guess alleviate that is donating to organizations that are actively trying to combat those things and work with victims of those things as well um so that i can at least be part of the solution versus just like sitting in my house feeling helpless all day yes which has actually helped a lot and i really like that and then another thing i don't know I should say it here. It doesn't matter. If you don't want to, you um, don't want to. Because we all watch it. We might not say it, but we all watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where this is going. <laughs> you already know where this is going. You already know where this is going. But my 2021, <laughs> one of my 2021 goals is to consume porn more ethically in the sense okay. of... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so many people use specific, you know, streaming websites that are notorious for not paying the people in the specific videos, or you know, the, oh, people the okay. specific I get what you're videos now. not knowing that there are videos of them being posted onto this website these yes. websites and stuff. So, like, you know, only consuming content from websites where it's a very clear agreement between, you know who the production company or whoever's taking the video and that like they know that it's going to be online and or like that the contracts with working with these you know quote-unquote porn stars you know these people um that the contracts themselves are ethical and you know the casting process is ethical and stuff like that and there's a couple you can look up you know articles about this and stuff but that's my goal all right so that i feel less gross um what about you (laughs) What about me? I think first and
0: foremost, in the coming year, I really want to embrace change. Yes. I think that is so important. And I think this whole lockdown has kind of reverted me back into my shell. And it's been good in many ways, but in other ways, it has not been. So I'm hoping there's a significant amount of change in the coming year. And I hope to make that happen. Um, What else? Mm -hmm. I really want to get my, like, fitness routine back in check. I I don't know how that's going to happen, but yeah. I mean, even doing something,
1: like, in your room 20 minutes a day.
0: Exactly. And I can do stuff at home. It's just less motivating, for me at least. I'm the type of person that, like, needs to, like, get out and do stuff. Um, What type of,
1: like, workouts do you do? Do you do, like, weightlifting, cardio, dance?
0: Mostly, like, I really got into weightlifting last year. And cardio I like to an extent, but it's mostly, like, weight training. And I can do it from home. I've just been lazy. And March kind of – once March happened, it just, like, went off the kilter. And I was Mm -hmm. kind of doing well with it up until it got cold outside and I wasn't going for runs. So – Hopefully within the new year, we can do that because I've definitely. One thing that
1: might help that helped me because I recently got into a fitness kick. I'm now on a break. (laughs) But when I started my fitness kick is because I personally only really keep up with like cardio dance workouts. Yes. So like the fitness marshal on YouTube, I love his videos and stuff like that. And like I've noticed that especially work working out at home. Have been really good, so you can probably find, like, different YouTube personalities and stuff that do weight training videos that you can just regularly right watch to at least make it feel like you're not alone in your bedroom. No, for sure. I'll have to so, check that
0: out. I'll yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, I guess I've definitely gotten a little fluffy, and I just want to watch what I eat. I feel like I've eaten, like, crap. Like, so oh God. shitty. My
1: little sister called me out today. Apparently, I've been going through, like, a family size pack of thin Oreos a week. <laughs> it's bad
0: yeah it is bad so that's another thing and i guess i've done this a lot i think i've been very present and have reached out to friends and made an effort to get back in touch with people that i necessarily Mm -hmm. wasn't so close with and i feel like going into this new year i want to keep up that momentum even if say hopefully things start to change for the better and things start to go back to normal and hold that up still and stay more present and get off social media and just get off of like technology, read more, write more, um, Mm -hmm. just do things in real time.
1: So this is, this is not the year of realizing things. This is the year of doing (laughs) doing things. I think we're just
0: realizing things and like, (laughs) Again, I will never understand how she is like the most successful sister. She has.
1: I. It baffles me every single day, like, just based off of like the trajectory that we all expected when their family first became really, really big. It was just like there's nothing in yeah. that little head of hers. Let's listen. There might be. I mean, clearly there's something. I don't think so. <laughs> I think
0: it's just whatever's on her body. But um, I f-
1: yeah. I mean, that but she's was learned mean. how to profit I off that of back. that. But that's the thing; it's she's been smart enough to learn how to profit off of that. So there has to be some. That is up true.
0: There. I will give you her can't that. get to
1: that status like Kris Jenner. Well, she's the I respect Kris Jenner a lot for the way that she's been able to catapult her children. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: but I guess those yeah. are our New Year goals for the coming year. Very, uh, I don't want like to call them goals. resolutions. <laughs> I think that's like so cheesy. What did you say?
1: I said very different goals. <laughs> very different goals, but that's okay. That's right. fine. That's fine. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of your goals, too, are part of my goals. It's just they weren't as high up on my list.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, I just feel gross anymore. I'm like, ugh, I need to like get up and move. Yeah. But that concludes this episode of Intuit. The
1: first one of 2021. Yeah.
0: We have a lot of more content to come. Um, I'm excited for this year. If you're still listening to us, thank you for sticking around. Any final words? Be kind to yourself. I say this all the time. (laughs) Yes, be kind to yourself.